friends, it is your girl Chantel D. Jim herself. Thank you for coming to another episode of King Can Tell with Chantel the Jim. Um, couple of things, y'all. First of all, um, it is the third of March. Three is kind of my number, so um, we are kind of in there. Um, I want to today talk about staying too long. Um, y'all, I'm gonna try to keep this one short. I ain't gonna, I'm not even gonna cap. I'm gonna try to keep it short. Um, baby girl got things to do today, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget to do this. So, um, I want to talk about staying too long and attachment styles and, you know, like how all that, like how trauma really does affect like your daily relationship navigation. So, Let's just jump right into it, okay? Now, you know your girl is um, very much so in tune with her star player, okay? I I pride myself on, you know, keeping in tune with with all of me, okay? Chakras be aligned, you know, the most high in me be on a first name basis type thing, right? So even I, believe it or not, um being that person and being so in tune and um enjoying you know all of the spirituality and being have been on this journey for years okay before it was a trend um before it was a niche um even i struggle with staying too long and let me tell you a little bit about how i unpacked what that is and why Okay, so when I talk about staying too long, I am not talking about, um, you know, just like overstaying your welcome at a party. Okay, although that could also be included. I am more so talking about being in a relationship with someone in any means, like family, friend, lover, business partner, whatever it is. Um, staying over... The point to where that person in you is like, I, right, I'm ahead on now, right? Um, by doing that, you actually teach yourself to not trust your, you know, instincts and your gut feeling. You teach yourself to keep pushing that to the side. So, not a good thing, y'all. It's gonna be blunt. It's not a good thing. Um, if the inner person in you is telling you, all right, it's time to go, listen to said person. Um, now I do say that if you do have a healthy relationship with said person in you, if it is more so just, um, you feeling like, you know, it's out of your, out of your comfort zone, sometimes that can get a little tricky. So this is obviously a case by case thing and you would need to know what works best for you. Okay. I am talking as in a blanket statement for the situation that I am describing, not for the one-off situation where, you know, you really should probably try to work things out or you should try to communicate effectively. Okay. This is not me giving you a pass for communication. This is giving me, me giving you, um, a little insight on what it means to actually, um, deal with those emotions. Okay. So let's start with, first of all, like I said, listen to the person that's in you. 
um, if you don't have a relationship with that, I highly recommend meditating. Some people aren't that good in meditating. I'm going to tell you why they're not good, though. It's because you think that it has to be a certain way. Meditation is just you calming your mind. Okay? Some people feel like they need their mind completely blank. It takes practice. Um, meditation, when I first started, it was in the bed, laying down. Wasn't Indian cross style, whatever, on the floor, on a mat with spa music. Um, it was more so like in the bed, laying down, shutting my brain off, just inhaling and exhaling, working on your breathing, focusing on the breathing, right? Um, I highly recommend that if you don't know how to meditate that you, you know, find what way works best for you. Okay. Find which way works best for you. You guys know this platform is here to you know, push you to go out there and do your best and just, you know, understand that your best is good enough. Um, you don't have to conform to certain stereotypes, okay? All, any stereotype. You don't have to conform to anything. If you don't know how to meditate, then I highly recommend that you go and you find a way that works best for you. Like I said, for me starting at the very beginning was me just laying in bed, okay? And just not touching my phone and really just sorting through my thoughts. Now I am in the team of overthinkers. So me learning how to meditate has really like shifted my entire life, right? Um, with that being said, I'm gonna pause right here because we have not said our daily affirmation, which I told you guys the last episode that right now this one's kind of been in my bones. So we're just going to say it together, um, you know, every day that I do this with you guys, okay? So. I am in the timeline of my highest good, my deepest desires, and my ultimate fulfillment. Okay, one more time. I am in the timeline of my highest good, my deepest desires, and my ultimate fulfillment. Do we need a third? I'm feeling threes today. Let's do it. I am in the timeline of my highest good, my deepest desires and my ultimate fulfillment okay and I fully thoroughly believe that ever since I have started saying this um affirmation different doors have opened for me um it has shifted my perspective in my brain um to do what's right for me and what's best for me which is kind of how we kind of got to digging into why I stay too long so see everything's connected everything's always connected um with that being said though so Let's talk about staying too long. So everybody knows I'm in therapy. Okay. Shout out to my therapist. She's amazing. Um, and I one day was talking to a very dear friend about trauma that was caused during our history, right? Because she has been around since preteens, teens literally like 13 she's been around since i was like 13 15 ish so we have you know some years in the game and it kind of uh you know growing together we've done some things to each other or said some things that have left marks on each other so we had a conversation about the trauma that was kind of happened that kind of happened through our friendship 
Okay, now, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to her because um, it takes a big person to be able to face the things that they have done. And I couldn't be prouder of the fact that she initiated that conversation. Um, back on track, <laughs> the ADHD, y'all. Um, with that being said, we had a conversation about the trauma that happened. And I started digging into the reason why I reacted to certain things that had happened. Um, now we have a history of her kind of like coming in and coming out of my life, right? But I started to realize that my mom used to do the same thing. Now, for any of you guys who have parents that weren't around all the time or kind of like to pop in or pop out or, um, in my mom's instance, we would butt heads and then she would push me away. She's disowned me more than one time um, in the sense of literally telling me that she's no longer my mom <laughs> um, or that she no longer has a daughter. Um, and she's kind of set the pace for me and other people, okay? And the way I interact with other people. And I'm going to kind of explain a little bit more in depth um, how that looks. So my mom and I don't have the greatest relationship. I've said this more than once. Um, we are not opposites. We actually are pretty much the same. Only thing is, is that I am working on my trauma and I'm actually trying to heal. And I don't think my mom's very comfortable or knows how to do that just yet. Um, make me feel any kind of way about my mom? No, I love my mom. She's my mommy. Okay? But as an adult, I fully understand that we both have work to do in order to be in each other's lives. And I'm the only one, as of right now, that I know of doing the work. Um, the way that she interacts with me, I'm not okay with. And being an adult, I'm able to set boundaries that help me exercise the fact that I'm not okay with that. Um, and I don't have to be just because, you know, she's my mom. Now, argue amongst yourselves. This is not an open debate. I'm saying what I'm saying. So for me, not having the greatest relationship with my mom and the fact that anytime we have a disagreement or I don't do something she wants me to do, she pushes me away. And she literally does it in a sense of don't talk to me, don't come around me, don't talk to your little brother. Leave us alone. So anytime I get into it with my mom, she holds my little brother kind of hostage from me. Um, in a sense of she tells me to not bother interacting because she's not going to pick up or answer. Um, and unfortunately, um, Hopefully when he gets old enough, this is still, you know, YouTube is still a thing because um, we are 21 years apart and he's able to see this video. I love my brothers. Okay. I have always been big sis first. Um, so going into therapy and having to learn how to choose to not deal with certain energy and um, moment and um, behavior um, just to be able to have access to my brother was hard. Um, 
because my mom does the same thing every time she's upset. And y'all about to cry. <laughs> um, and it hurts a lot because I love my brothers. Um, luckily now the, the middle one, middle child is old enough and he's away. So I still have access to him, but, um, having to choose between my health and access to my brothers was hard. It's always hard. Um, sorry for crying y'all. This is not a good look. Okay. We are not about to be on um, video and have a fucking um, eyelash come off, okay? This is me pep talking myself, y'all. <laughs> um, sorry. So, anyway, let's move on. So, um, that is something that I struggle with, okay? Obviously, tears, there's like real emotion. Um, <laughs> that is something that I struggle with still to this day. Um, not like just bending and saying, okay, like you were right. Um, just to have access to my brother. Now, this has set, um, now my mom has always done this. This is not something new, okay? Um, so I have been conditioned that if I don't do something that the other person in my life that I love wants or needs, that they will push me away. They will go away. They will just leave me high and dry. So I have figured out that your girl had abandonment issues. Because I always felt like if I didn't perform or operate or do what I needed to do, then I would lose access to the people that I love the most. Now, I'm going to tell you why this is such a heavy trigger for me. Okay. Why this, you know, situation is a trigger for me. Because amongst a lot of us, right, especially with COVID just passed, a lot of us have lo lost loved ones too soon in life. Right. Um... trying to think if I want to embark on this conversation. I mean, it, it popped up, so I'm going to go there. Um, I lost one of my best friends um, in her early 20s um, in a car accident. She was in a car accident, and she um, is no longer somebody that I have access to. Um, my dad passed away when I was eight. No longer have access to him. So, um, my mom setting that predicate, um, or that behavior, sorry y'all, really messed up my, my makeup there, um, setting that as a, you know, thing that happens, kind of, you know, really set the pace for me, having a hair malfunction, set the pace for me of, this is what happens when you don't do things that people want you to do. Now, I'm gonna also say this, my mom was also very verbal on, like, if I didn't do something that she wanted, she would say, what good are you? Like, what is your purpose? Why are you alive? <laughs> if you can't do these things for me, why are you here? Um, now, granted, I'm sure she thought that it was funny because she laughed every time. But it, hearing it so much, I literally heard it literally my entire life that I started to think to myself, like, if I can't do for the people that are around me, then I'm useless. I'm not able to, you know, provide for them or do something for them so therefore they have every right to leave me or leave me behind and that is not the case um i am an invaluable like i am the mvp um so you know today's price is not yesterday's price that's why i keep saying things like that because this was the 
mindset that attached to so many different things. It attached to lack. It attached to, you know, abandonment issues. It attached to depression and sadness and, um, you know, overcompensating for that feeling. But I had to realize, like, that is not your story. That is not who you are. And often we don't re- we don't really realize how many times that we say the things in our head that other people have said to us. And it's not even our voice. It's someone else's voice. So for me, it was my mom. Why are you even here? You can't do this. Like, what's the point of you? It was my mom. And it took me a long time to understand that and to recognize that. So um, I realized that staying too long for me was attached to a trauma that I have with my mother. And that then corresponds to my attachment style, which is like an anxious, preoccupied attachment style, um, which is like I overcompensate by doing the most upfront because I don't want my person to leave me abandoning issues right but then I had to realize if anything you should be worried about me leaving you because <laughs> you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> and I'm I'm yo I'm trying to tell y'all okay um it'd be lit over here um we're not doing a dating card or anything so I'm not about to go through all of the reasons why I'm amazing um Plus, I feel like people are more valuable than the things that they do. So, that being said, it's a cycle, right? It goes trauma, your attachment style, and you stay too long. Because, um, for me, I stay too long because I don't want people to feel like they're left. Because I know what that feels like. That's where my abandonment issues come from, right? It's feeling like I wasn't good enough to stay for. I wasn't good enough to have the conversation with. I wasn't good enough to put in the work for. So I stay too long because I don't want anybody that I ever care about to have that feeling. Right? But this is how it works though. You have to understand yourself and have those conversations with yourself to better understand the cycle. This is how it works. This is what that looks like. Right? trauma attachment what do you do with that attachment style i stay too long i overcompensate i try to overcompensate right i am amazing on my own but i am overly doing to the point where i'm burning myself out to make sure that there's a a predicate or like a a storyline that includes no reason for you to feel like you should leave A lot, huh? Yeah, well, that is what this platform is for, for us to start thinking. So that's something that I just recently, well, not recently, bottom, sorry, y'all, knocking my camera around. Um, oh, a little while ago, kind of realized and something that I am already was like, and that's dead. We are not doing that anymore all of that and I have told several people and I will tell several more this is my villain season okay y'all had princess Chantel for all of the 28 years um I turned 29 this year we're throwing up we're throwing up middle fingers anytime we can just because our finger itches like I don't care unapologetically 
my villain season and I'm feeling really good about it. Like walking in my power, claiming the things that are rightfully mine, um, going out there and going for the things that I care about. Now, I will tell you, this happens every time I'm recording. Y'all, this is how ADHD works. I get in here and I get everything prepared and I make sure my charger is in my computer, but I don't plug it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Miss Congeniality, everybody. Um, anyway, so that is that is kind of what I've gone through um, as of late. Um, and I just kind of wanted to share that because I felt like somebody else's story um, probably also could benefit from. Now, with that being said, y'all, um, I want to ask the question of the day. Okay? So, question of the day is what is your attachment style do you know what your attachment style is i mean it was a little bit of a trend for a minute to find out um i am a you know rebel i don't typically catch on to things until people are done talking about it um just because i don't like people messing with my experience and everybody feels like they have the right to have access to you all the time so everything's on social media all the time it's just you know it works for me like i literally didn't watch the boondocks until after people and then i ran out because it was amazing so that part um anywho um so yeah so attachment styles what is your attachment style now with that being said i want to also put forth a challenge i do um I'm in a camp. I talk about this. My camp of people are amazing, right? Um, with that being said, I want you to also have an amazing camp or be able to be in a camp with someone and be that amazing person, right? We have to be what we, you know, surround ourselves with, you know? I surround myself with the, you know, women that are out there getting it all the fucking time. I surround myself with the, you know, ones that don't make excuses, but make things happen. You feel what I'm saying? So that gives me the energy that I need to do exactly that. So here's my, here's my, um, challenge. If you are someone who has trust issues, abandonment issues, depression, anxiety, you name it. I want you to do one thing for yourself to heal what trauma brings that on. You know what I'm saying? This is a big challenge, okay? The reason why this is a big challenge is you're not what trauma is blooming all of that in you unless you do shadow work. So I'm literally challenging you to do shadow work. Go figure. The author of a shadow work journal is telling you to go do shadow work. Speaking of which, shadow work journal is on Amazon. Light up the dark. ADHD. Sometimes I forget to, you know, I forget what the, the title is. I'm, you know, doing 15,000 things, but it is called Light. Lighting up the Dark. It is um, a shadow work journal. It has several pages of black, beautiful women, um, art and affirmations and like actual questions that I got from my therapist um, that actually helped me. So go do you what you do. Um, that is my challenge to you. Not to get the journal, although it could help you to figure this out. But if not, then, you know, 
computer paper, printer paper, I mean, or, you know, whatever, sit down, figure it out. Figure out what is the trauma that incites your depression, your anxiety, your trust issues, whatever it is. Stop being the person that's saying, I have trust issues because people lie too much. That sounds, I don't know if it's because of my growth or what, but that sounds backwards as crap to me. Um, Because how are you letting what other people do determine your control over how you move in life? Mic drop? I don't want to drop my mic. I like my mic. But uh, it's just, mm. um, Or I'm depressed, so I don't, you know, so I treat people crappy. That doesn't make sense to me at all. I have PTSD. Literally diagnosed with PTSD. I do nothing but love on people all day. All day. I love on people, including myself. Sometimes I have a harder time doing it myself, but all day you cannot come across me and not get some type of love from me and i have ptsd so what is your excuse for being a you know low vibrational human being the fact that you're not doing shadow work and you're not getting rid of the baggage and the filth that is literally clogging up your ability to see clearly and love effectively and enjoy life okay a little heavy in there but um, I said what I said. That was kind of sitting on my spirit. Um, somebody had to hear it, apparently. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for coming to another episode of Kinky and Tell with Chantel the Gym. Um, and again, a little plug for me. Um, Boudoir Kink has um, officially been launched as of the 22nd of February. Uh, we are doing big things. I got access to another warehouse, y'all. Um, there's inventory today. Um, so keep a look out, go to the website, um, you know, come, come play with your girl. Right. Um, and I'm fully excited. I'm thoroughly, um, you know, ready to, you know, really dive into this journey since I've opened the store. It's been nothing but good things. Um, your girl's kind of going hard this week because next week is back to school. So I love you all so, so much. If you need me for anything, feel free to DM me, message me, find me on boudoirkink.com, find me on um, the Soul Sisters website, um, any of my Facebook pages, um, any of my Facebook groups. We have Brown Girl Utopia still up and popping. Um, I have a businesswoman, an entrepreneur brunch I'm planning here in Columbus. So if you're about that life, stay tuned. Um, photo shoot for Boudoir King happening this month. Like I'm telling you, it's up and it's stuck. Okay. I love you all so, so much. Thank you again for tuning in to Kink and Tell with Chantel the Gym. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Yay. Oh, thank you.